Want to talk? Want to do a podcast? Hey, so we're hey. back. We're back. Yes. Um, I am wearing both my glasses on my head. I just noticed that. I'll take these off. My hair is in such disarray, but I my hair is feel like colored. I kind of like these Friday, when I'm reading. ASAP. Yeah. So if I could see out of them from all the fingerprints, that'd be great. Or whatever it is. So anyway, um, I did actually clean mine today, which is a rare occurrence because I, I just felt like I needed to see. Is this? Uh, yeah, it is. Yes. I was just looking at that because it looks weird. Like pretty. Wow, small. I know it does. Where's your volume? No, now you turn the volume. There. Testing. Shake, baby, shake, baby. That's One, what you say. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, what you got going on so, today? Well, I'm taking the puppy that we adopted to the vet. Yeah. And I don't know what shots she's going to have to get or whatever. And she's a full-time job. It is she like is a having full-time job. an infant all over again. <laughs> Excuse and me. So she waits. We get up about six thirty, which is not my comfort level. I like seven o'clock, but I'm like, please don't have peed in the crate again. And this morning, I was woke. I, I woke to this noise, and I said, Stephen, what is that? And well, she was throwing up. So oh, gosh. Um, I don't really know. Do you think know she why. ate something bad? That's she normally would do. I don't know. I mean, she keeps wanting to eat bugs. So that that's probably a- not good. And then also, um, I have changed her food slowly because I don't want her on the food they had her on. So, okay. um, but I've intermingled them. So I don't know. Well, you know, I had that you day know. that um, my AC went out, and then Your both cats. of my cats were throwing up. And you were like, "Oh gosh, it's probably carbon monoxide." And then I was all freaked out. And Sorry. Then, no, it's okay. Not freaked out enough to go buy a carbon monoxide. Well, no, because then device. the AC people came and changed it out, and they said everything was peachy. And so then I was like, well, I'm good. I love – I get phone calls when we start this. Every I could time. do a mass text to all my people and be like, hey, Kimberly and I are doing the podcast. Don't call me. And then I get a call. But it's I, okay. I know. It's okay. It's okay. At least you have people calling you. Nobody's calling me. Because so. <laughs> I'm here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's calling me. No, no I, my son did call, and then my friend. Yep. So, well, my, my kid did call, which is yeah. Pensacola Kim yeah. calling. Um, my kid did call. She went out running. We are about to start the podcast, yeah. and I almost didn't answer the phone. I'm bad about that sometimes, because if I'm busy, I'm like, well, I'll just call you back. You'll be fine. <laughs> and she That's was like, crying, Mom, can you come get me? She overheated, so we had to go get her. So I was glad I answered the phone. Our little neighbor was there with her. but Bless her. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's been the extent of my phone calls. Stephen yeah. never calls me, really. Oh, there's a text there's from your husband. husband. <laughs> and it says Kim and Kim. Kim and Kim? Yeah, that's so weird. Oh. On a voicemail, yeah. Okay. So interesting. I can't wait to see what that is, how yeah, that works. we never know what it's going to be, who no. it's going to be with your all your Kims. Yeah, I've got like five friends named Kim. All right, so we are going to try to wrap up soon, um, Bittersweets. Yeah, we we probably have another couple of weeks before we finish up Okay. Bittersweet, unless we just can it. Stop. But we, um, we have enjoyed the book. It's really good. I do feel like, you know, you and I just got finished talking about this. She has some amazing stories, and I think her miscarriages were probably the most traumatic events in her life. And they are in Was it just one or was it more than one? I was thinking she had more than one, but maybe it was just one. 
And then she just had trouble getting pregnant, and then the miscarriage yes. made it so much yes. worse and, because and of that. When she writes the, this book uh, and the other book we read, it, it's still so, the pain is still so deep in her mm -hmm. heart that um, I feel like she struggles to find closure and comfort. I agree with I that. I read that whole situation. because, And, and I, again, um, I've never experienced that myself, and I cannot imagine, and it, you know, especially as bad as they wanted kids, mm -hmm. and they do have a child, but she does seem to be very, very, like, I feel like that part of her life really probably needs some inner healing or some therapy. Or both. But or she both, might yeah. have already gotten that by now. You know, it'd be interesting, you know, we talked about reading Cold Tangerines next, yeah. which is actually her first book, but it might be a good idea to read her last book. To see. To just kind of see, out, yeah. like, where she is, because I know she's had another child. She has two? Yeah, she now has two. Oh, okay. And so maybe that was what she needed um, for healing. But it's just, so. that's her life story of something she wanted really bad that mm -hmm. she then couldn't accomplish. And then she always says she has a trouble with her body, her body type. And then she feels like her body failed her. Yeah. You know, not being able to produce this child. I have had a miscarriage, but I also have four kids. So I had one kid and then I had a miscarriage and then I had three mm -hmm. more kids. Um, I'm not going to say I took it for granted, but I, it, we were able to get pregnant relatively easy. Yeah. So, um, Anyway, I think everybody has their own story. That's just her, her biggest deal. Yeah. Uh, well, that we're aware of. It's not like we well, know. No, her. Yeah, I mean, you can you can still hear the pain in it because she mm. really talks about it a lot uh, in some of her chapters, and it's yeah. just still very very fresh, even ten years later. Because these books, I think, they're ten years apart. Yeah. Well, and we just got talking about how she was saying. Well, actually, we didn't. I'm not. We're about to talk about. We're about to talk about it. Okay. How tell me. Um, this chapter nineteen is called "Say Something," mm -hmm. and this is where she talks about when somebody's going through something difficult, say something. You know, I think mm -hmm. a lot of times we don't want to say anything because we're afraid we might say the wrong thing. Yeah. So she suggests saying, "I am so sorry. I don't know what to say." If you really don't know what to say, mm -hmm. but also I think it's important for us to have grace with people who are willing to say something mm -hmm. even if it's the wrong thing yeah you know because everybody is so different and so i think that's what makes us so afraid to say anything you know like for well, me the miscarriage wasn't yeah. totally traumatic you know I, it looked like it wasn't going well and i had to keep going back and get testing but i really prayed for that child and asked the lord to make it be okay, and it wasn't, but then when it was over, it was over, and I was okay. Mm -hmm. So I might not have the, I might not really know, I didn't handle it the same way she has. You know, she was probably, way, I think she was way farther along too, and I, I wasn't, so. Yeah. so I think that's part of it too, but like, that's just an example of somewhat similar situations that were handled totally differently, and I'm not, better because it didn't bother me as much it's just that I, so it makes it hard in other words to say the right thing sometimes yeah no I totally agree but I do I have gotten to the point now where I'm like I'm just gonna say something like what she says mm -hmm. and hope that it's the right thing yeah you know and I'm just gonna show up and if that's the wrong thing I guess then you're gonna have to tell me because yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna show up well, with my packed bag you know? yeah I mean yeah so, um, that, I think that makes it hard, but, um, she says when I, 
That is your dog. Oh my gosh, that's that's the the one we've had for a while, and she's over she's there like moaning right. and stuff. Um, she said, "When I lost my job, embarrassed and hurt and tender, I remember exactly who walked the other direction when they saw me at church and who walked toward me." Okay, I think that's awful. I really do. I think that's awful to walk away. I think that's the part of religion that I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy the hypocritical, judgmental condescending people that want to you know proclaim that they're such good christians yet then they treat people like that you know she had nothing to do with you know some of the stuff that went on that that you know when people lost their jobs and she was treated poorly for about it, it. Mm-hmm, i think i mean well i don't know if we've talked about this or not i mean i think it's out obviously on the internet her dad did she lose her job because of her dad i I think when her her dad uh, lost his job, I think it kind of snowballed effect, you know. Okay, because her dad was the was the main pastor of the church, and she yeah. worked for the church. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. I mean, I try to look at the good side of people, and what I really want to believe is those people just didn't know what yeah. to say, you know. But there are always no, there are always those people that are just awful they're automatically you know expect the worst and they expect the worst or they're like you deserve that or how dare you or like they have never made a mistake and i don't Mm. even think this was her mistake it was um really on her dad so yeah um she said my this was so sweet she said my friend courtney told me that when she heard the news this is about her um i think this is about again when she lost the baby okay yep when she heard the news, she cried for her friend. And she said, the image of my old friend crying on my behalf touches me every time I think about it. Well, and that's I just very thought sweet that, was that her so friend sweet, was that. You know, I mean, her friend was, you know. That in touch with her, which yes. she understood this is something that she really valued and really wanted. And so she knew how bad it hurt Shauna. And so she, you know, grieved with her. But, you know, I have Catholic friends that would do the same thing oh yeah absolutely 100 percent. why do you say catholic friends uh well because that's i mean the girls that i knew that i was the closest to that they were all catholic because all of our kids went to catholic school together and so to them a miscarriage was just like a death i mean it oh just, you're talking you know, specifically yeah, about specifically. miscarriage mm-hmm. so you're not talking about just um no. yeah mm-hmm. yeah well i just i mean i think you um that's how you and I read things so differently. So w- when I was reading that, I wasn't thinking of it just in the like mm-hmm. in a miscarriage situation. I was thinking of any hard thing that your friend goes through where you could it could draw you to tears. Yeah, for that no, friend. I know. I just yeah, I'm just saying. So that's why I like doing this with you because because it's making me think differently, differently yeah. than um, what I would on my own. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, some people didn't know what to say, and they said just that. I heard what happened, and I don't know what to say. That is, I'm finding a very good, she said, that is, I'm finding a very good response, and that's what we said. Um, well, yeah, I don't know. I think doing something is nice, too. And I yeah, think that's I even harder because mm-hmm. it's like we have a friend that hasn't been shown up to book club, and um we really want her to come and yeah kind of got together originally because of her because we were like we haven't seen her in a while yeah. and she has gone through some stuff and so um it's like everybody says let us know if you need anything and i think a lot of times we don't really know what we need but then on the flip side we don't know what they need either 
No, and it makes it hard because a lot of people don't want to ask for help. And yeah. They just don't know how to receive help. And so then it makes it hard. Jill's talking about herself. <laughs> yeah, I am. I just, I've gotten to the point where I just show up and I'm like, I'm just going to be here. So, you know. I don't know how to and ask usually for help. I, I sometimes, I sometimes get it right and leave at the right time. And then sometimes I don't. But it just happens. Um, but yeah, like she's talking about in this book, something always good is to bring food and flowers, mm-hmm. even if you don't know what yeah. else to do. We're going to have to take a. Um, <laughs> I keep do yawning. like some exercise so or something sorry. like stretch your legs. I've been moving Gosh. since 30 this morning and I am trying. I don't know. You know, when I start sitting still, I yeah. do the same thing. I mean, I literally could be at the dentist and I'm like this. I'm almost passed out. And I'm thinking I'm going to start snoring while they're cleaning my teeth. I never sit still. Never. Do you fall asleep when you get a massage? Uh, just about. Okay, I don't, yeah, but I asked about. the lady that I used to go to a lot. I was like, does anybody ever fall asleep? And she's like, yeah, but I take it as the greatest compliment. I'm like, there is no yeah. way I would fall asleep in this condition. No, I'm just saying. Um, but anyway, okay, she says this was, well, she says we've kind of been told, it's impolite, we've been told to bring up nasty topics like loss and sadness, but if we don't bring it up, what are we left with? Um she said that, you know, when you're in that bad place, whatever place that yeah. is, it's a gift to be asked how are you, how you're doing. And most of the time, the answer comes tumbling out. You know, like when you're really upset and you're just like barely holding it together. Or this is true for me. And like somebody's, you know, I'm just like trying to go through the motions. Yeah. Somebody said, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it just like it you all comes out. You just have to hope that somebody didn't catch you at that right time, that it's going to. That you're like, okay, you asked, I'm about to tell you. Yeah. She says, the answer comes tumbling out like water mm-hmm. over a broken dam because someone finally finally asked, finally offered to carry what feels like an unbearable load with you. And I think that's really what a friend does, you know. Um, and then she says, she had these friends come over for dinner. Mm-hmm. And they were like new friends, I guess, okay. newish friends. And they asked about the situation at the church where she had been fired. And... She didn't really, you know, you don't really know them that well, and you don't want to go into this yeah, detail. long story. So she said, um, she said, we hadn't known them for very long and hadn't talked about all that with anyone for ages. I started with the very short version, not wanting to bore them, wanting to move on quickly to a lighter topic. And then Brandy said, we actually want to hear the whole story. We want to know you and understand who you are because of that season. She said, we stayed up so late that night, and as I went to bed, I realized what a gift it was to be asked. I'd never bring that season up because it's a mess. Mm -hmm. Totally not something you bring up with new friends, but it's part of our history, and it meant something to me that they wanted to understand it. Do you feel like, though, if somebody, something that bad happened to you, and then somebody asked you that you really didn't know, I would not feel comfortable. I, I would think, okay, maybe you're just trying to be nosy. I think it was the way she wrote it that made me feel like they really place. did care uh-huh. and they really did want to know. Okay. You know, but I hear what you're saying because if just some random person did. Yeah. But most people don't do that. You know, I would even hope somebody not. that like you probably would answer the question for, uh-huh. um, I think a lot of times they won't ask out of respect. Just some mm. of the stuff that we've been through, we're not asked a lot of questions because. <laughs> that was another yawn. I'm so sorry. <laughs> because they don't want to get in our business. 
Yeah, I mean, I would. I never, if I feel like it's going to be intrusive, I never ask because I don't want it to come you across. I know, and I just feel like I just don't want it to come across that way. Yeah. I mean, and I try to, you know, you always, leave it open like, hey, I'm here if you need absolutely anything, but I'm just not going to broach that subject unless I feel like it would have to be somebody really close. And even then, I would kind of still tread on some water because I, I don't want it to come across Well, terrible. sometimes it's like like the person wants to talk about it when they want to talk about it and not yeah. when you've brought it up. So I know that I've even asked you a question and then you're like, you like shut me down immediately. Shut her down. And I'm like, okay, I'm good. You know, yeah. like I, you know, I ask yeah. the question, she'll come around when she wants, if she wants, and if she doesn't, well, that's fine too. And But sometimes you're not ready to talk about it. Or that's like if right. you're just so mad, you're thinking... I'm just going to need to catch my breath before my mouth opens up and says something that, you know, my brain did not think through. Because you're so mad, you know, like you're, or you're emotional about the situation or whatever it may be. And it could be something really dumb, but you're like, yeah. It's just not the proper time. It just hit me the time. wrong way. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't the right mm -hmm. time. So. And I think that's okay. Unless I start pushing you for answers, then that's not okay. Yeah, then I'm You know, like, I think no. you have to, like, read the room. Yeah. You know, and you have to, yeah. you have to know, um, all right, that was a no. That was a, we're not yeah. talking about that right now, and, and that's I, perfectly I think, fine. too, it depends on the person, because I was just talking to somebody not too long ago, and, uh, of course, it was a family member. And I just pressed it because oh, well, that's I knew, I mean, like, that they, I, I, I just knew that it was okay to press it. Well, and then, it, you know, it was fine afterwards, but, you know, it took some coaxing. Well, there's been times I've pressed you. Yeah. It, it's got, it, you just, if you're close enough to somebody, you know, this is okay to press yeah. through with and I need to, even if they get mad because I care yeah. about them and it's important, or this is not the time for that. Yeah. You know, um... But anyway, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, and then, you know, she's just talking about how it's so nice when you're going through something to have food in the refrigerator. That's a very Southern thing to do. Oh, though. gosh, it's so Mary Southern. Mary Jo, my mother-in-law, so is like, what do you mean people are bringing you casseroles? Yeah. Like when my dad died or like when <laughs> Steven's dad died. I'm like, I, she's are from you Louisiana. even, I mean, yeah, she's from you New Orleans. And it. she's lived here 40 years. Plus, I know you would never know. I mean, that is the most. Heck, she's lived thing. here as long, longer than Stephen's been alive. So she's been here fifty-two yeah, so she years. Yeah, know the way Southern ways. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. She, I, what else do you want to talk about? Well, we only have a, uh, about another minute and a half. So, is there anything else in that chapter that you would like to discuss? Um. Well, she does talk a little bit about celebrating with other people. And then mourning with them, like we kind of brought up before, but she actually quotes that scripture in this in this chapter. Yeah. And she says, you know, even when it's hard, like when she was trying to get pregnant and then her friend got pregnant, yeah. she's still trying to celebrate with the friend, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, I do think that's important. But I, I, I really do love a friend that will go with you in the dark spaces. And like, I've told you the same story 955 times, and you're like, okay. And <laughs> yeah. Because we have talked about this before. Husbands, they don't my oh, yeah, husband no. seems well, it is like complaining sometimes and i've just got to process it and get that's it all out women do is process it and it's not bad against them they just sometimes it's right. overload and then sometimes it's just they're just not built for well that. and i think too they think they want to help us they but fix then they it. feel helpless yeah and then it becomes you know and it's not so much that it's a problem you just want to get it off your chest 
well, and, and be done with it. And sometimes I think we realize there's not really a solution. No. We've just got to, we just need encouragement and we've got to kind of like Talk get it out. through it. And mm-hmm. um, it's, I don't really see it as complaining as much as just trying to like get it off your chest. Yeah. Work I mean, it. I hope you don't see me as a complainer, no. but I mean like. You know, it's like you and I said the other day when we were talking about something and I think you made the comment. You're like, man, I love it when when you complain because it makes me feel like my complaints are not as bad or vice versa, whatever it was. It was yeah. funny because I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna call you again, so I don't have to complain today. And you're like, no, 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 yeah. keep calling. <laughs> keep calling me. Makes my life feel better. Well, and it's it, not really about making about stupid stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's not anything no, big. But, but I mean, it, it, it's, it's not like it makes. No. I don't want it to sound like it makes my life feel better. Like, oh, well, they've got a messed up situation. So do I or whatever. It's more like. You get it. I feel like I can't lay some of my burden on you if you're not willing to lay some of yeah, yours on me. Yeah, I totally agree. You know, and, totally and if, if it was always me complaining and then you never had a complaint, I'd feel like a really sucky friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's so anyway. All, All right. right, y'all. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook at Real Deal Friends and Instagram at The Real Deal Friends. Have questions? Email us at TheRealDealFriends at gmail.com. <laughs>